Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Turn the radio up. 360 in the morning. In tune with the street. Fearless right here on WBIU 360. Let's get this Monday started. What changes would you like to see happen if you think it would encourage you to go? I would like to see more leaders um, actually trying to help their congregation and not just like out here asking for money. money. Like, like, that's the that's the thing. Like they just a lot of them be on these gimmicks. Like they just on this money gimmick. Like I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a service, having another service. Like always revival, having another revival. Make sure you come down. Be blessed. And next thing you know, they can, it's because they can't pay their lights. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what they got going on. Right. You know I'm saying I'm not trying to like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to knock knock nobody, but it just seems like it seems really gimmicky. Let's talk church and other things podcast, hosted by Sherla White and Corey Jones. Now available on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, WBIU 360 in the morning. Back on the grid. Only on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and R and Y'all ready to go? Okay. On a Monday morning. How about those Cowboys, huh? WBIU three sixty in the morning. My dad's waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. WBRU. Let's get to it. Providence, good morning. Pawtucket, good morning. Attleboro, good morning. Woonsocket, good morning. Get off. East Providence, good morning. Johnson, good morning. North Providence, good morning. Get off. Shasta West End, what up today? Get off. Warwick, what up today? Providence, wake up. It's your main man, Lord Gremothy, representing Dirty Dirty. And y'all tuned in to 360 in the morning. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM. Let's go. Getting off. Instagram DJ Franchise one some math this morning. Get off, Get off. Turn your radio to 360 in the morning. 101.1 FM. Y'all ready? Back to the work week. Came out over the weekend, greatly appreciate y'all. Came to Troop, greatly appreciate you. Came to jail. Janice, love y'all. So get off me. Previously on the Franchise Report, it is confirmed that the Dallas Cowboys Here we go. are the most valuable franchise in football across all of sports at a combined total of $7.64 billion, baby. Of course. <laughs> they have to do this because the team being worth $7.64 billion, $7.64 billion, start another league and only have them and one other team, so it's always a 50-50 chance of them winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's it at a, least breaks a, the curse. That's probably the only way y'all win, Jack. That's probably the only way y'all win, y'all. It Give at it least up. breaks the curse. <laughs> Give it up for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and the Dallas <laughs> opponents. They wouldn't even have a team. They wouldn't even have a team name. That's the opponent. All we need is one, and we're right back. We're right back to the team. We got the Cowboys and the Sheriffs. Being worth 
$6.4 billion. They could take a trip to Mars with Elon Musk and bring an alien back. To play for the, to play for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, man. Be, care- be careful, he bleeds acid. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the movies? <laughs> yeah, he got another mouth inside his mouth and it comes out. Yeah, it's kind of nasty, but uh, yeah, yeah. Huddle up, huddle up. <laughs> Monday to Tuesday night. 3 p.m. to 6.30. The Franchise Report. Right on WBRU. 101.1 FM. You heard? DJ Franchise. On 360. In the morning. Set in the morning vibe. And here we go. Oh, on a Monday when we come back, we get to talk about Dennis Rodman. We get to talk about the game. We get to talk about Fat Joe and DJ Drama. It's really a minutes away, baby. Good morning, Rhode Island. What up? Your DJ's favorite DJ. Rhode Island's DJ franchise on WBRU360 in the morning. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusive. Franchise report. Reporting live. Now, Alrighty, what do we begin at? <laughs> I couldn't believe I seen this. Dennis Rodman, I'm going to Russia to help free Brittany Griner. <sighs> Dennis Rodman says he's going to put his dictator diplomacy to good use soon and attempt to free Brittany Griner, who's currently jailed in Russia. The ex-NBA star told NBC News this weekend that he's planning on jetting off this week adding that he got permission to head over and try to help um, in a would-be prisoner swap. Unclear if Robin is serious or not, but his track record suggests he could be. As we all know, Dennis Rodman has visited North Korea a lot over the years and built a relationship with Kim Jong-un. Rodman has always insisted that his connections in North Korea have helped the U.S. diplomatic efforts, including release of an American prisoner, Kenneth Bay, which is true. Of course, he also tagged along with them with then-President Donald Trump in 2018 to the trip to the communist country. That said, his actual influence has always gotten a raised eyebrow. There is much more to the NBC interview, which sounds like it was fast and on the move, and there's no video or anything beyond text quotes, other than Robin suggesting that he also familiar with Vladimir Putin, adding that he knows the leader very well, so yes, he's on his way to go over there to try to free Brittany Griner. And the other button, that's I swear. <laughs> Good news! DJ Drama's Gangsta Girls Legendary Mixtape Series gearing up New Wave, Meek Mill, Tory Lanez, I Swear Vezo, and more talks to be had. DJ Drama's iconic mixtape series Gangsta Girls has been a fixture in hip-hop music for three decades now, giving stars um, and rappers such as Lil Wayne, T.I., and Snoop Dogg a voice outside the traditional music industry agreements. Well, get this! Sources connected to the project tell TMZ Hip Hop there are currently more tapes being put together. We're told Drama is in discussions with both Tory Lanez and Yo Gotti CMG artist ESTG to boost their catalogs with Gangsta Grill projects. You don't know, those tapes were legendary! Gangsta Brazil! And by the way, if y'all side today, you might want to bring a, um, an umbrella, might want to bring a hoodie or something like that because we're supposed to get some strong, strong, strong winds and rains today. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. Over 1.1 FM. The 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Now, bitches. <laughs>
Ah, uh, still gonna talk about Fadger later on today. And my cowboys, and my cowboys. <laughs> Radio's up at Good morning. Previously on the Let's Talk Church and Other Things podcast. I know a lot of people say that now, like there should be more financial classes, li- uh, literacy for the kids. Because a lot of them don't know. I mean, most of us go get a Macy's credit card at 18 because they'll give it to pretty much anybody. Anybody. Yep. And you go over there and you and you ball out and you buy some clothes that 10 years from now mean absolutely nothing to you. And your credit is shot up because you didn't, you forgot you had to make those payments. Macy's is the worst kind of high finance charge. <laughs> you know? Take it from us. Lear- learning, learning those things. Yeah. Paying attention to what your interest rate is going to be on this credit card. You know, a lot of us don't know that. You're like, oh, they're going to give me $1,000, $10,000? Sure, yeah, but they're going to charge you 75 cents on the dollar, my friend. I don't know if you're aware of that. People that means realize. you borrowed 10000 yeah. They want a lot more back. They don't realize. And then the bill comes. It says pay $25. Yeah. And 20 of it went to interest. <laughs> yeah, and five came off the principal. Exactly. And you'll be d- Let's Talk Church and Other Things podcast. Hosted by Sherla White and Corey Jones. Now available on YouTube. DJ Franchise. On 360. In the morning. Set in the morning vibe. And here we go. 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 Alrighty, really quick. Let's run through these. I only care about the Cowboys as Chip Duck sets up. Over the weekend, Cowboys beat uh, LA 32-18. Philadelphia beat Cleveland 21-20. Um, Cincinnati lost to the Giants 22 to 25. That's not a good start. Um, I'm missing one. What am I forgetting? Did Baltimore play yesterday? Yes, they did. And they beat Arizona 24 to 17. Also in the NFL, I did not know this. Dana White, Rudin killed my Brady deal. Tom Brady would have been a Raider. I don't know how that would have looked. Um, Tom Brady was apparently all set to become a Raider after leaving the Patriots. That is, until John Gruden stepped in and shot it down. This was according to Dana White. The UFC honcho broke this broke down the story Saturday during the UFC 278 broadcast, telling Rob Gronkowski and a bunch of other panelists that Tom Brady was, in fact, gunning to join the Las Vegas Raiders. Something did happen. And somehow, someway, John Gruden just shot it down. Said, no, it's not going to be a good idea. This is all happening during Tom's free agency period in 2020. By the way, in Perdana, the GOAT was actually already scoping out houses in the area. So it sounds like it was just about a done deal with Dana working behind the scenes to make it all happen. But then again, it all came to a screeching halt. I think it still worked out, though, because he got a Super Bowl, am I, am I right? I think so. He still got a Super Bowl that year. So. The, the Raiders have found a way to... I think it probably even messed more things up than the Cowboys. Um, uh, uh. Yeah. At least the Cowboys are consistently who they are, man. And they're always in it every year. They're always, you always think they might win. They always have enough to win. Yeah, but I would like to see Tom Brady go to the West and see what he could have pulled off. That would have been crazy. Let's see what he could have pulled off. Um, and that's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> On this Monday morning, as it goes down, BIU 360, 101.1 FM franchise and building Chip Duck here. Let's go. It's your DJ's favorite DJ. Rhode Island's DJ franchise on WBRU 360 in the morning. I'll be 8-6 in the morning. Wrap up on deck. Um, I got to do local news that's also on deck too. Um, About two or three minutes. Shout out to the homie Marker D420. Had his event yesterday. His pop-up event. Marky's busy out here, yeah. Well, hell yeah, he's busy I out love, here. I love it, seeing the, the banner everywhere. Um, now, they did piss me off yesterday. Why is that? 
I'm a smoker, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. It's about seven something, maybe 7.45, close to eight. Maybe even a little after. Came with me. Came to me. He had a uh, chocolate bar the size of like a Mr. Good bar. So they broke off. I think I already know this story. Broke off a brick. I didn't know. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll eat two out of the three right now. That's because you got the munchies. Family, when I tell you, I was high for at least five to six hours to the point where I was, I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> so did, 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 did you know this time, though, that it it was enhanced? Yeah, that I knew. Because before you but didn't know about the food. That I knew, but I just didn't know how strong it was. Gotcha. I ate that about 8 o'clock. I'm sitting there doing his event. His event at 10. I'm, by 9 o'clock, I'm telling everybody, yo, I'm high. I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody, like, I was done. Yo, I am done. And that's the different high. That's that body high. So now I get up, go outside, try to get some fresh air. That ain't work. Leave, go to jails. You know what? Let me order some wings. Let me order some fries. Let me order a bottle of water and a drink. Would not go down. Wow. It would not go down. Wow. Went outside of jail then and sat outside. Cold mark. I'm like, listen, fam, what did you give me? <laughs> what did you give me? And it got to the point where I was at home in bed. Tired, but wide awake. That is crazy. That's but a wide different awake. high. And that's crazy because you, you know, you you smoke often. Yes. So the fact that it affected you like that is edibles, why edibles. I stay away from edibles. Edibles are something different. Now, now imagine, imagine oh. me. Imagine me doing that. I would have probably been like in the hospital. Now, when I did fall asleep, it was the greatest sleep I've had. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you didn't sleep through snooze today. <laughs> I was like, hey, this, this is, enough is enough now. Like, he said, on, I got man. up, I left, I came back, I ate, I got, like, that's funny. Nothing was you, working. Ten, jump, ten jumping jacks, you'll be good. <laughs> didn't work, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. On 101.1 FM. sixty baby. WBRU. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. On 101.1 now, Fat Joe announces one man show to tell life story with special intro from Dave Chappelle. That sounds dope. So he's going to be there by himself telling his story? Fat Joe was taking his legendary storytelling skills to the theatrical stage this fall via a one-man show a la the same kind that Mike Tyson did a couple of years ago. Gotcha. You ever seen that one? Yes. Um, and to sweeten the pot, the show will feature a special introduction from his good friend, Dave Chappelle. That's interesting. You know, Mike Tyson's was actually kind of funny, though, right? Yeah. My only, my only thing is Mike Tyson's career was a little more expanded. He had a bigger audience than Fat Joe. So I'm a little nervous about who's going to show up and who's not going to show up. Well, not even about the show up part, but is he going out there to kind of be funny? I think he thinks he's funny. And, I think and, he that's, thinks and that's the part that's worrying me. And he's going to... He, yeah, because about five minutes into it, if he's not funny, it's going to be the total bomb. Because, like, what are you going to go out there and do? Tell old Coke stories? <laughs> and like, Th- that's what I'm wondering. And, like, like okay, just keep well, talking about big pun? Like, yeah, he doesn't really have too much that we're interested in that we don't already know. Unless he thinks he's a funny... He thinks he's funny. Unless he thinks he's funny. Yeah, he thinks he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Because even when he does his little, like, his little show, his little IG, like, it's not really funny. It's like you're just hearing it for the gossip. Yeah, and you're talking to a great guest. Totally different from being on stage by yourself, talking to yourself. Exactly. That's, that's a little different. Yeah. I'm surprised Dave, 
Dave Chappelle might want to back out of that one. <laughs> he might want to go back to Africa while that's filming. Um, the game. NBA Youngboy drops off album. Price tag was too much. Game has lost another big feature from his dramatic album, all because it was too damn expensive. NBA Youngboy was on a project, but they had to take him off. Um, Games manager Wack 100 laid out the details in a recent Clubhouse convo attended by Maze and several others, saying that even though Youngboy cut his usual feature price tag of 300000 in half. Psych, psych, psych. They was like, nah. Psych. <laughs> nah. Psych. 150000 for a verse from you? Nah. Too expensive. Caught on the Wack. It costs a ton of money to clear all the samples used on an album, including verses like that, which 150 that's a lot of money, that's family. A lot of money. That's a lot of money. Straight up. Well, um, well. Altogether, because of because of price tag issues, sampling, and overpaying artists, he ended up cutting 10 tracks off the album. Uh, so my thing is this, right? Um, so do they just get a small fee for actually sitting and writing a verse, or they put in work? Like, they, they do the verse, then you cut me. Like, do I still get, like... Money for actually putting the time to give you some 16s? Well, no, the first day make the album, so therefore... So you, it's just, I did free labor? Possibly. Possibly. That's terrible. Possibly. Um, Young Boy is the most popular rapper of 2022, so it's pricey fee makes sense. But nonetheless, Wax says they have game-only versions of OPP ready to upload. Fam, if I if I pay you that much money, you better promote it like it's your single. The 300000 You better promote it like it's your album. And a lot of times they don't. A lot of times they don't. Damn, I'm over time. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live from Providence. 101.1 FM. The PIU 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Y'all bitches. PIU 360, 101.1 FM. As it goes down. You know what? Let's do something off the game. Why not? on the Let's Talk Church and Other Things podcast. I got turned off because of the collection. I thought, give what you can. Right. I gave what I could. The pastor counted the money on the spot. <laughs> and said, this is not enough. Send it again. The money pan went around again. Counted again, said you the cheap. I said I spent less in the strip club. <laughs> like this is crazy. Like, somebody, are you, are you preaching or are you hustling? Preacher asked me how come I ain't coming to the anniversary. I said because I can't afford to go to church. You the pastor? What you mean? I can't afford to go to your service because I don't have a hundred dollars every night. Because we want all the preachers. We need all the preachers on the side with a hundred dollars. So why is a hundred dollars so famous? But they don't tell you they're just recycling the money because they take the offering, they go in the bag. Let's Talk Church and Other Things podcast. Hosted by Sherla White and Corey Jones. Now available on YouTube. Your DJ's favorite DJ. Rhode Island CJ franchise on WBRU 360 in the morning. Only on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and R and B. Franchises popping off, exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. 101.1 FM. The 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Y'all bitches.
ah, the 261 FM as it goes down. Um, just to put it out there, Governor Damon Key has tested positive for COVID. Um, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee tested positive for COVID-19 late Saturday night, according to a spokesperson. Um, Chief says the governor, who's 71 years old, is experiencing minor symptoms and is in good spirits, though. McKee has been vaccinated and twice boosted for COVID-19, according to his staff spokesman, who adds that the governor, this is the first time the governor's testing positive for the virus during the whole pandemic. So, you know, he did pretty good testing positive for the first time after, what, three years, we in it? Yeah, it's okay. been about three years. Three years, he survived. 71, give it up for that guy. Let me yeah, ask you a question. He was here moving like nothing when he came by. Do you think it's something that people should still announce or just kind of like... Just, should they still announce yeah, it? It's like, should he announce that he tested positive? Yeah, because he's on a campaign run, so he's been around tons of people the past, yeah. past two weeks, just around everybody. I think we were before the five days. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be honest? <laughs> want to be honest? Um, police stand off in Dartmouth ends peacefully. Um, in Dartmouth, Math, a police say a man is currently under evaluation after a roughly six-hour standoff with law enforcement on Saturday. Dartmouth police say around 10 a.m., officers tried to arrest 20-year-old Jack Bradford Gifford at his Dartmouth Street home on an outstanding warrant. Details of the warrant were not immediately provided. During the course of the arrest, police say Gifford armed himself with a knife and barricaded himself inside his residence. After several unsuccessful attempts, were made to have Gifford exit his home. Police say both negotiators and SWAT team members from the Southern Eastern Massachusetts Law Enforcement Council were requested. At some point on Saturday afternoon, police negotiations with Gifford broke down and they got him to come out peacefully and he wasn't hurt. That was the first. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, that, don't that just hey, ruin your day? Was he white? Um, was he white or black? Because that whole peacefully got me questioning. I think he was white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yo, imagine being a cop and, and, and that's your day. Hey, babe, how was your day at work? Oh, I showed up at a, a house at 10 and stayed there till 6. Yeah, that's a lot. And stayed there till 6. I hope they were able to go home right now. I hope that was the shift. I hope that was the shift. You know what I'm saying? Go back to the office, write the report. Yeah, you might oh, have you got to go write it. Oh. You might have to go back. Like, that's got to suck. And that's Question. half the reason why we get let go for some of the small things. No one want to do the paperwork. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Pawtucket, <laughs> recruiting police officers. For those interested in serving a local community, the city of Pawtucket is now taking applications for new police officers. Um, what you need to have required to be a cop in Pawtucket? High school graduate or a holder of a general education diploma, 18 and older, can't be older than 42, must be a U.S. citizen, must have a valid driver's license, must have completed 30 college credits from an accredited college or one year of military service. So I'm too old to be a cop now. I'm too old to be a cop? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you might be too old to be a cop, man. Dang, man. I didn't realize they do age discrimination. I didn't, I but didn't, you know, isn't, isn't Providence's age a little bit different? I, Providence I didn't know, was 35. Be a desk cop I didn't know there was an age period. Yeah. Me I, mean, I don't want you I mean, 50 chasing Well, hold on. Let's be real. They do stay until they're 50, <laughs> and they yeah. just they call back up. Franchise is coming off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for Providence. Oh, 101.1 FM. Yeah, you 360. <laughs> And also, besides Dennis Rodman going to Russia to free Britney Griner, they now say it cost about $300,000 to raise a kid from newborn to the age 18. Hold up, hold up. You're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ, DJ Franchise. Good morning, Rhode Island. On 360 in the morning. In the morning. 
Bobby, 261.1 FM, as it goes out on this Monday, I got a couple of minutes, so I said I would run through some of your favorite celebrities that actually own fast food joints you can actually pull up to. Um, let's see. Shouts to Kevin Hart. Recently Good. announced that he's set to open his own vegan fast food restaurant. Hold up. I need to go. Damn, Stan, he beat you. <laughs> the plant-based menu is filled with the fast food staples like burgers, fries, and shakes, but all done sustainably and free from antibiotics, hormones, artificial colors, preservatives, and corn syrup. Um, who else? Mark and Donnie Wahlberg. In 2015, Mark and Donnie Wahlberg teamed up with their brother Paul to open the first Wahlburgers location. I've never heard of it. Wahlburger, yeah, I heard of it. You have? Yeah. You been there? Nah, I don't eat meat. Even in your days of? This is 2015. How long have you been a vegan? Since 2015. All right. See, I was invited to the grand opening, but you know, I was like, guys, sorry, I changed my life. Sassanic <laughs> <laughs> Ross, we all know he owns Wingstop. Uh, Venus Williams, she got her own restaurant. Venus Williams may be the best known for her skills on a tennis court, but she also has an entrepreneur lifestyle. The athlete owns several Jamba Juice franchise locations. Jamba Juice. Never heard of that. Never one. heard of it. Shaquille O'Neal, since retiring from the NBA, Shaquille O'Neal has made significant investments into the food industry, including ownership of 155 Five Guys restaurants. I did not know <laughs> Shaq owned Five Guys. Shaq got bank. Yeah, I love Five Guys. What do they I sell? I've, I've Burgers, fries. Burgers and fries. But like, Pretty like much. they're like real deal ground beef like patties. They're so like they, delicious. Like they oh cut my the, God, yeah. Don't they like cut the potatoes in the back? Everything's like fresh cut. Potatoes. Yes, everything fresh is fresh cut. Like you walk in, you get a little bowl of peanuts while you wait for them to make and your they burger. they give you a million fries. Yes, like they fill up the whole bag with fries. Oh my God, they're so delicious. You never it's had tasty. Five Guys Burger? Uh-uh. You should oh, have fries. It's, it's tasty. Where is it at? There's one in Seekonk. There's one in Lincoln Mall. There's one yeah, in Attleboro. Two of them, two, all three of them sound far. No, oh, you know what? There's you live in right Warren. No, there's one right there in Port Road that I go to all the time with my son. Next to that gas station? Yes, go I've in there. Been. Oh, my God. And now you they have, have no great excuse. customer service at that Warwick one. So they're, they're, they're good over there. Go check them out. You know what? The Dunkin' Donuts by his house is pretty nice, too. Yeah, they are. All the Everybody customer services in Warwick, is, huh? Yeah, all the there good service. Um, Kanye West. Back in 2008, Kanye West Food Company, KW Foods, LLC, opened several fat burger locations. He tried. <laughs> Chris Brown has been a Burger King franchise owner for almost a decade. Oh, wow. That's dope. Bow Wow owned a McDonald's. He owns 14. He owns 14 Burger Kings. Come on, wow. baby. From Chris Brown? Yeah. Damn. I would have never thought. I would have never thought. See Breezy. We ain't had to see Breezy Burger. Magic Johnson was owner of over 100 Starbucks locations. And he had the cinnamon. He had the cinnamon. Oh, we're doing restaurants, my bad. He didn't have the cinnamon. I need a franchise. You have a um, franchise. Peyton like Manning. Owns 31 Papa John's locations. You ever had that pizza? Nah. But the yeah, I saw the commercial. Can you really mess up pizza, though? Possible. Yeah, you could. You can? You could. It'd be too saucy, too slippery. Yeah, you not can. too like well, There's, there's, there's a little doughy. It's, yeah, this is kind of doughy. Um, LeBron James, part owner in a pizza spot called Blaze Pizza. I saw that. Because remember, he showed up to actually serve yeah. one day. Yeah, I saw that. And there you go. And what are we going to open up? I would open up a Five Guys all Chipotle. I would open up another Tony's Market if they gave me the name. That is smart. They gave me the name, I'd open up another Tony's Market. You were yeah. fam, you was getting grinders. That was dope. You was getting grinders the size of human legs. Yo, but, yo. <laughs> yeah, you was, yeah, you was. Yo, they were wrapped up. Like $30 now. I can't wear that, man. Let it go. B. R. U. 3. 60. 1. Oh. 1. Point F. M. Good morning. Bad girls, I can't watch your church, girl. Don't hurt nobody. 
As it goes down, BLU 261 on 1.1 FM. Um, 70 right now, high of 77, but it's going to feel like 83. A little bit of rain here and there. Franchising this building. Chip Duck here, Miss Rody here. When we come back, who is your call all going to be? Just everybody who's obsessed with surgery. Ah. Just getting out of control. It is. It is. Work at 8.30, you got nine minutes to get to here. Franchise in this building. Miss Rody here, Chip Duck here. And we got mail today. Shots at ACI, shots at Ace Nino. And as Miss Rody in her morning voice reads the letter to us. Got it right now? Um, yeah, that. All right. <laughs> First of all, I like to say that he should be a lawyer based on what I looked at it briefly. This guy breaks down all types of rules and everything. But anyway, franchise and the rest of WBRU. So I heard the interview with the governor, Dan McKee. I like that guest. He's swift and quick on his toes. It sounded like father played for the Clippers. He said, you did your homework. I like that. That was talking in regards to franchise when he came out and was talking about how Dan, uh, Governor McKee was a... Um, a ball in his high school sweetheart was his girlfriend. Um, I like that. Like I said, the guy Swift. Who did their homework again? That was Franchise who did his homework. I forgot. I also like to talk to CMB, Millie, too, before and after he went in to do what? His interview. I don't know who CMB is, but shout out it's to you. It's a guest we have. Uh, he told me after when you get out, they're waiting on you. Speaking of getting out. I'm over in Max now, doing better all across the board. Mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally is a subject conversation. It's a subject conversation. That's why you got to proof for you before you eat? Women, <laughs> women act a little crazy when you're down. <laughs> we act crazy all the time. I'm back in front of the judge, Judge Cross. Whew, good luck. Rhode Island household name. Got a court coming up in September. God willing, I receive relief. Prayers and hard work will make anything reality. They'll make you forget about miracles. I'm trying to get out this 20 years, as you know. Not, knock down to either two, if it's granted. Conservative and or either six. I think he meant to say consecutive. If it's granted, concurrent. I'm working for that six. Tell the streets and the world to pray for me. You heard that world? I'm missing so much life. I want to show the world a little something. Let the world know that inmates in here aren't getting the best treatment. Maximum security visiting room. All right, so he's breaking down everything that's going on, people. So the maximum security visiting room. No AC, no vending machine, no holding hands during visits, no kissing visitor due to COVID. Dave, Dave suspended our movie channel. Oh boy. Channel 3. Our families were able to watch TV to bring movie series into the front desk, but that is no longer available. The prison system has made progress. Lots of inmates have been receiving relief on their post-conviction, Rule 35s, and are allowed bail, parole, and more frequently than before. The prison is underpopulated. Oh, that's surprising. The prison is underpopulated, which is great for these, for those who cherish their freedom. Me, myself, I'm fighting for Rule 35 on my 11-5-2 felony assault. 
and charge and post conviction on my 11-47-3.2 discharge a firearm. I'll be home soon rather than later. I just have to keep fighting and let God do the rest. Sincerely, you know. So streets and people, y'all got to, you know, put your hands together and say a little prayer for Mr. Nino. And everybody who's living in the prison system. So hopefully it gets better. I didn't think you was going to make it to that letter. Yo, she, 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 had, <laughs> she had the albums like the Migos. <laughs> in the morning. Set in the morning vibe. And here we go. I'll be at 261 FM as it goes down work at 830. That is right now. Um, Temperature. Currently 70, only a high of 77. Going to feel like 83, though, as it goes down. Franchise in this building. Chip Duck here, Miss Brody yeah, yeah. here, and it is that time. Pull them out, pull them out. Pull them out. Pull them out, pull them out. Pull them out. Pull them out, pull them out. Pull them out, pull them out. Pull them out, Happy Monday, everybody. So, basically, what's been happening is I've been seeing a lot of Michael Jackson lookalikes, Latoya Jackson lookalikes out here, and it's, it's, it's just it's too much. Like, I'm all for people doing, you know, plastic surgery, doing whatever you got to do to your body to make you feel good. But there is no way that after you do surgery to your nose, to your cheeks, to your lips, that you go back and look in the mirror and be like, oh, I look okay. Oh, I look better than I did yesterday when you have that Michael Jackson face. And I'm saying it because I've even noticed that um, Kim Kardashian, if you look at her really good, she's starting to get that Michael Jackson nose and that kind of, those features. Carly Red. Oh, who was the most recent one, which is what brought me up to this topic. Oh, my God. Doesn't she look like literally that. looks like a, like a werewolf. And so, ladies, <laughs> all I'm saying is that it's okay to do surgery. It's okay to change your body to the image that you want to portray. But let's enhance ourselves. Let's not, like, make ourselves look like little Michael Jackson. Because it ain't, not even little, older Michael Jackson. White Michael Jackson. Because it ain't working for y'all. And if you're doing your body... You know, we're moms. I get it. We all want to get rid of that little tummy area. We want, you know, a nice set of breasts and a nice lifted butt. However, make it proportioned. Like, what I'm seeing is little, 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 like, pink panther legs with a big old hippo waist. And then you got the SpongeBob arms. It's just, it's not proportionate. So all I'm saying is if you're going to make yourself feel better about yourself by going to get plastic surgery, research your doctor and make sure that your results are not going to be just disproportionate and change the way you look in your face because it ain't working for y'all. You can't bring it back. And you can't bring it back, exactly. It's going to get worse. You can't add nose after you remove nose. <laughs> you can't. <God. laughs> you can't. Nosey. Your girl, Christina Stephanie Spark Up, and right now you are being called out by Miss Rhodey. Call them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Call them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Stay proportioned. Bring them out, bring them out. Don't do it. Bring them out, bring them out. Just do it better. But being Tommy, I, I always forget. I'm glad you remember. It's okay. <laughs> people, people, people. Moving on from something involves leaving it behind. Always returning to the issue will keep it an issue. Handle it and then hustle on. BRQ361 on 1.1 FM. As it goes down, franchise and building chip dug here. Yeah, yeah. Am I doing real talk? I think you should. When you do it, it flows. I, I went I went through something, and I don't want to make the real talk about that. So. Mine is mine is the more of who's right or wrong if I do the story. That's what mine's going to be. Gotcha. And yeah. that will be in about four minutes. Rhode Island CJ Franchise on WBRU 360 in the morning.
the eight to sixty one one point one FM as it goes down. Oh, this Monday work at nine. You got fifteen minutes to get there. Franchise is building. Chip Doug here, Miss Rudy here. Hey, Seventy yeah. degrees. Gonna be a high seventy seven and possibly feel like eighty three. No more heat wave, huh? Really? Uh, it looks, it's gonna go back up actually. Looks a little gray out there. It's not like shiny. <laughs> yeah, it is gonna go up one more time. Um, alrighty, right on time. We are getting into it. Now, this is more of a question of who's right and who's wrong. Am I right? Am I wrong? Should I stay? Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for real talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. Hey, Rudy. Hey, Chip. Alrighty. Guy. Somehow, somewhere. And just the white powder that he suspected was laced with fentanyl. Wasn't feeling good. Called the ambulance. Ambulance took him to the hospital. He gets to the hospital. On his way there, he called his mom like, yo, you know, I had to call them because I'm not sure what happened. I just took right now. Hangs up. Gets to the hospital. Checks in. Sits down. Sat down for seven hours. Ended up dying. Oh, my God. Hospital's being sued because they said it's their fault that he died and nobody ever checked on him to begin with. Nobody clear if he died within an hour of being in. They called his name and didn't answer or what. But it shows multiple people, multiple nurses are just walking right by him, walking right by him. He was sitting in a chair, nodded off. Nobody ever checked on him, just assumed he was asleep. Guy was dead for seven hours. Oh, my God. Sheesh. Um, yeah. I talk got real real. I'm going to have to, like, put the blame on the hospital. But did he check in, though, at least? Yes. I mean, sometimes, though, when you go to the um, the emergency room, you do wait a long, a long time. time. No, And you be seeing everybody walking by. You be all mad, like, yo, yeah, you just walking by. They not, You know what I mean? And you're like, but I might seven, be getting sicker out here. Yeah, but. everyone's just but, around. But seven hours, seven that's hours. a long time. Now, you know, I think the most I waited in the emergency room might have been, like, two hours before anybody even called me in. Like, let me check your temperature. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with the blame on the hospital only because if he went in there saying that I think I ingested something, then that thing's actively working in his system, and not knowing what he ingested could lead to fatality or not. He thought he it was fentanyl. He thought it and was fentanyl. And he said it. He said it. So, so I'm sure he's, he's saying like, that as he's checking in, and to sit there and be like, "Yeah, okay, you're number one on one Dalmatian." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think at some point but you gotta have some time, kind of urgency. At, at, at the same time, he had just called his mom and said he's all right. He's just headed to the hospital. He just feels a little weird, like he took something wrong. He but the hospital yeah, but know the that. The hospital's different. The, the hospital don't know that. That's why you go there for them to check you. I got something in my system. I ingested it. I don't like that. That's different than saying like I got cut. And you don't need a lot like a fentanyl from what I hear. You just need like a little pinky, you know, your nail also, size. Also, there's, like, there's, no there's no knowing if they actually called that man's name over and, and over again. And he was already not. And they probably yeah, could. Yeah, somebody say, security, pro- go check on him. One person, everybody walking by. Don't they look for you, though? Don't someone walk out with a clipboard? You would think that somebody would walk out looking for you if I keep calling your name. 23 yeah, years old. but... But after that, like, I mean, if I call you like three or four times and you don't come, I am going to assume, God forgive me, that you, you did leave. That you left. But if I see somebody sleeping, I may go and tap you on the shoulder. Like, excuse me, sir, are you such and such? But that's just me. But then again, like I said, the, the severity of what he said he was there for, would I would just think that the emergency room would try to pay attention to him. Yeah. A, nurse, a nurse checked on him after seven hours, but he was already with all the pulse and blue and gray. Oh, my God. Yeah, see? So now you're walking by, you're seeing somebody blue and gray, and you're still not stopping? Yeah, I got to put that on the hospital. Definitely the hospital. Like, again, who I else, get who it. Else, who's the other person? Him? Like, who's the hospital going against? 
No, no, no. Like, his, who's his, right or his, wrong? his family's still in the hospital now. Oh. His family's still in the hospital now. Yeah, I'm not mad at the family. It's it's the hospital's fault. Because you said right or wrong, right? That was a scenario? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the family's wrong in that. Seven hours. And they got insurance money. They got it. Hospital? They got it. Oh, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't get I, his life back. Gonna, I, I would have to say it's, it's totally up. They're on video walking right by the guy. That's sad. And again, I He's get it. Busy God. room, I get it. Not being able to attend to everybody, I get it. But that specific reason for someone to come in, I would think when you're asking them to go call the name, you make sure you find them so that you could start the process of troubleshooting to see if they need more attention. Then. Yeah, but what if they left, though? So but, it, but, it, but again, if he said, I'm just sick and I've been throwing up without saying I think I took something, that's a, okay, he left, he, he, he felt better, he didn't want to wait. But yeah. someone saying I actively took a substance, I don't know what it is. Well, he, he said he said he thought it was fentanyl. Uh, yeah, and that's even worse. He gave them a little little thing to start with. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, if I and come out, Riza, um, you said you might have taken some ways yet. Okay, no, she left. Nah, yeah. I gotta go find Riza. You're right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. They should have checked up on him, like quick too. Quick facts. Like, let me check your temperature. Let me check your your blood. You know, whatever they do. I'm sorry, ladies. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You sound unbelievable, though. You know what I mean? All right, Lisa. Dr. Gonzalez. She's an actor. <laughs> you know she's an actor? Look at her. Yeah, shout out to Stan Real talk Tasha. is, if you go to a hospital, a place to be safe, and they just walk by you like that, imagine how they treat people on the street, man. Okay. Am I right? Am Seven I hours. Should I stay? Seven hours. Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for Real Talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. Maybe not that, even another pacer. That was saying, a, yo, what's up with my that's man? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not even nobody. A, like, like, to, to come into that hospital, right, and, and sit next down to that guy, and then they call you two hours later, and he's still there, and you come out, and he's still there, and depending you on, would think that somebody would say, all right. Just and, like, and depending on the time sleeping, like, depending no. on the time we went in, that seven hours was probably that person's whole shift. So you yeah. don't see them your whole shift. <laughs> 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 like, come on. In the morning. Set in the morning vibe. And here we Go, go, go. I'll be at 61.1 FM as it goes down on this Monday. Work at 9.30. You got 27 minutes, so you got some time. Um, 71 right now, high as 77, but it's going to feel like 83, but it looks like trash out there, so. <sighs> Work with that. Franchise in this building, Chip Duck here. Yeah, yeah. Miss Rhodey here with a special guest today. Yes, today we have the lovely, lovely Tolo Komasa. Almost, a.k.a. Core, and she's running for state representative of District 5. With that being said, what is a state representative? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. One thing I make everybody do now, my brand new rule, drop your social media now so everybody else listening can follow along. Oh, for me? Yep. Good morning, y'all. Um, so, social media-wise, Facebook is Kamasa Amos. On IG, it is Torlo Core Amos, and the same on Twitter. And there's also my website called Vote for Core with the number four. So that's V O T E, the number four, and K O R, voteforcore.com. There you go. So everybody can follow along. Thank you so much. Now continue on. So yeah, um, Core. Yep. That's and I, right. you know what? I love how you put um, core values because that's what your campaign stands yep, for. So yep. it's like core values, you know, the core values. A lot, a lot of play words. So for those that don't know, what is a state representative and what do they do? Okay. So state representatives, they actually represent a district in Rhode Island. We have a, over 70 districts all over the state of Rhode Island. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm going for a district five. State representatives, um, 
when you go to the General Assembly will actually vote in terms of what their community wants or needs are. So it's a lot about listening to your community and then enacting what they would like or advocating for what they would like. Um, second of all, we also make decisions for Rhode Island as a whole. So laws or policies that wants to be enacted. As a state representative, you're gonna look at it and say, does this benefit my community? Is this something that they act for? Is this something that will help them? So for me, even though I took a long break, I was into politics a little bit before, but it was on the other side, doing policy-driven um, politics. So what that means is like, if the policy was, let's say, raising minimum wage, I would say, hey, all of y'all, WBRU 360, this is why we need to push this. This is why we need to go and testify because $10 an hour is not enough. You can't survive off that. Right. So then I would get you guys going and, uh, and voting in blocks. And that's well, in, how you do it. In particular, District 5 includes what? what's that district? What Elmhurst, One Shock, and Charles. So mine's is so a little like... areas, not cities. Those are neighborhoods. Neighborhoods, okay. Yep, yep. So my, my district is like a little unicorn, so I'm cutting into those uh, neighborhoods. Okay. So Charles, One Shock, and Elmhurst. So if you're in that area, make sure, make sure you get out and vote before. Yes. Even right. if you... Listen, <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not a politician by any means. I'll say that to you. I've always been about community. I don't care. Well, I do care. Do vote for me. But <laughs> what I do care about is that people don't leave their power on the table. So mm. get out and vote. I don't want to hear afterwards, well, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. And then I know that you didn't vote. That means you were never supporting me in the beginning. Not necessarily that you were voting for me, but that you weren't engaged enough to even care and take that step. I want to fight for people that's working with me. That's not, that's not waiting for me to go and do something. Because too many times we wait for politicians to fix it. We need people that go up there and say, I'm willing to work with the community. So that's totally different. So are you the person we hold accountable in the community? Or that's, is there somebody above you? Like, yep, for example. There are, there are many, many, many people. So there's councilmen. Um, there are senators. Then there's uh, representatives. There's uh, co uh, committees. So there's a lot of people that are actually engaged in the process doing the work. So for me, I'm the one, like I said, as a representative, you're representing that. But above me is a senator and then councilman. And then you have the leader and speaker of the General Assembly. And then you have like people like Cecilini or I think um, he stepped down, Jim uh, Langevini. Um, but if I want things like if I want change in my in my district, like if I live, let's say in the Elmhurst area, yep. and I want where a better that? school, where, where, where that? that's like Mount Pleasant area. Like, so Elmhurst, when you think about Elma. like um, the other half of Chad Brown, ah, gotcha, so Elmhurst, gotcha, gotcha. I know they have a, uh, I think they have like a nursing home there. I think of Newport Creamery. There you go. Okay, yeah. 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 Like yeah. Yeah. My grandma, yeah. my grandma was in that nursing home actually for the longest she was there. Yeah. Okay, and then like uh, Charles, you think of the Walmart. On gotcha. Charles Street. Okay. So that's near the Smith Street area, yeah. slash Chalkstone area. Okay. Gotcha. Admiral, Douglas. Gotcha. That gotcha. area. So. Um, uh, right, we yeah, gotta play song. We gotta play song. We gotta play song and then okay, come back. Yeah. But thank you so much that played everything up. Okay, now I know exactly what she's talking about. That that whole area. Landmarks. Not bad. <laughs> landmarks. Yeah, yeah. Landmarks. Sometimes. Yeah. You basic. It's a rolling, not a stop. Watch. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ, DJ Franchise. Morning, Rhode Island. On uh, 360 in the morning. In the morning.
1061 1.1 FM as it goes down. Work at 930. You got 17 minutes to get there, so you got some time. 72 right now, high of 77, and you're probably gonna get some more rain. Um, franchise in this building, Chip Doug here, Miss Rody here. Now, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to break down the same map you just broke down for her, those numbers and all. Okay. So, what I was explaining to Miss Rody and Chip and um, DJ Franchise is that they were asking, who do we hold it responsible? Like, when it comes to answering things that are not done in the community. Right now in the primaries, um, I actually use a data point where it shows that most of the majority of people that will go out and vote in my district are 46 to 47% white. 28% of black people will probably vote. And I mean, six, 16 or 17% of black, 28% of Hispanics, and then the rest is like other. So when I go and I'm fighting for you guys, they're not looking to see who's protesting in the street. They're not looking at that. They're looking at the number of voters that I have. Because I, I don't have the leverage to say, hey, we need more money in our schools. We need quality education. I got, they got to look at my numbers and say, but who else is with you? And it's only 28% black people and 46, 47% white people. And maybe, I'm not trying to make it like um, uh, uh, segregated. Yeah, but maybe that group don't care about quality education because their kids go to private schools. You understand what I'm saying? So in this time, when I'm saying, no, 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 we really do need it. Says who? Because there's only 28% that even care to vote. Do they really care? And when, it, when, we, when we talk about voting, and I had, says, had said this before, we leave our power on the table. We can't wait for elections to people to appeal to what we want or need and say, yeah, 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 I'm going to vote for them. This is a time we hold people accountable and said, hey, I was looking for this and you didn't do it. So I don't think I can vote for you. That's how it's done. Another thing is, excuse me, when we, when we, when we do vote, um, the reason why there has been a lack of voting, I believe, this is not statistically, is that many times people or minorities don't have disposable income to back a candidate. We don't have the same income. There's a disparity in that. That's very most true, of, though. Most of my right. m most of my support, m most of my financial support, does come from maybe um, mom and dad doing a little like you know, because uh, 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 there's only so much you can give, but the most you can give is a thousand dollars. Who, who in my family gonna be like, yeah, I can spare a thousand dollars for you for your campaign, <laughs> right? Um, Which doesn't bring back a return, <laughs> right? But they could technically they, probably bring like about 500 friends, you know yeah, what I mean? But well, they that's, don't. If you saw my campaign weekend, that was that was it. We're good at community organizing, mm. but we don't have the finances. And the second thing is the time. That's why mail-in mail -in voting and early voting is especially important. There's no excuses not to vote this time around. M many times we're like, oh, we don't have the time. We can't take the time off. I can't vote. There's no excuses. Vote starts on the 24th. 24th early voting you can go down so august 24th and they august give 24th. days off to vote now yeah. they give days off to vote yeah and it doesn't take that long it doesn't so, well it doesn't really take that so long Cork, only because you just mentioned it you so you need the finances not the actual vote 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 or can you just no with i the need vote? both i need both so what the finances does is help me to build my traction name traction um, it helps me to get marketing materials. It helps people just to get to know me. Um, but what if, do, not to cut you off, but what mm -hmm. if you do get that 57%? Did you even need the finances to begin with, is my question. Absolutely. You still Absolutely. need the money. Yep, yep. Okay. So people don't win elections without marketing. I could sit down and I could have a bunch of people knocking on doors, but you still need that marketing aspect, and that's just... 
statistics like anybody who knows you need marketing. to see her face yeah. everywhere say, and you see all everywhere the, and you could drive through a neighborhood and see who they what? support by the faces like yeah. right there yep, you yep. know who's oh, who y- or the even names the yard signs the yard, oh, that's yard what i mean yard, the yard signs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting my yard sign so i'm gonna bring one here okay let's go <laughs> I, I need an autograph right i, I will i will so um so 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 we've talked about what you need and what goes into it Oh, sorry. What, what, what People can actually donate if you're listening. I, I still do need donations. Act Blue. You can look me up under Kamasa. That is K-O-R-M-A-S-A, Amos, A-M-O-S, like famous Amos, um, and donate. Um, when we come back, yeah, I'll give it to you when we come back. We are your 260, 101.1 FM. As it goes down on this Monday, work at 930. You have 12 minutes to get there. And the winner is bad. I, I went and got the bag and now everything lit. Oh. I went and got the bag and now everything lit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ, DJ Franchise. Good morning, Rhode Island. Oh, 360 in the morning. We are in 360. 101.1 FM. As it goes down, work at 930. You got six minutes to get there. All right, this is the, the final round, so make sure you get everything out on this round. But before I cut y'all off, Chip did have a question he was going to ask. Yeah, so I kind of had a question trying to get to everything else. So um, I know you. I want you to tell us a little bit about what you're passionate about and then even how your personal journey kind of led to some of those passions and what you're fighting for. All right, my journey is quite long because I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the 45 right here. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I've been there for three years. I've been there for three years. It's good. It gets better. <laughs> So I um, went to school here, graduated from Rick. When I start, when I graduated, I graduated with communications. Started working in nonprofits. Um, worked here in Rhode Island with a, quite a few nonprofit groups. Ended up at HMEA in Franklin, working with people with disabilities. They started saying like the workers wanted to unionize and do things, and I was like, well, one of the things they really wanted was uh, to increase their wages. Human service work is a lot of work. You, that's your CNAs, that's people that work in the group homes, that people that take care of people. That's work. You hear about mothers working hard with kids, so imagine you're working with adults. Um, so we started with that. I, I was actually promoted because of my passion to help that movement through the Providers Council. We were able to get workers to um, $13, and then we started on tuition remission, which is almost like reimbursement. Yeah. Okay, then I got really sick in 2013. I was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis. They said I wasn't gonna make it to 45, but here I am. So yeah, I bless yeah. God for that. Hallelujah. Um, you know, all these sound effects, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't want to put the headphones on. Right, I was like, ah, oh, snap. I feel like, How about that? Um, <laughs> so uh, that was a seven year journey. I mean, I had a baby during my pregnancy. My lung collapsed three times. Um, yes. Yeah, I had to sit down from work. I wasn't working. I was getting disability. And then just working, just trying to navigate the healthcare system, which I thought we were good. Me and my husband had healthcare. Of course, when I sat down, no more healthcare. He was working by him, like he was working and had the healthcare, which covered um, the majority of the lung transplant. But things after we had to raise almost $10,000, we had to tap into my 401k, we had to tap, tap into the life insurance, which you can only do when you're on your deathbed or have six months to live, which I did. So my doctors had signed me off with six months to live in January 2020. Yeah. They, they, wait, wait, they actually sign you off like your hair. Yeah, for the for the life insurance. What? Yeah, for the life insurance. You, you just said 2020. That was like Whoa. recently. 2020. So here we are. We finally make the uh, transplant list because I was denied twice. Um, and then they call back and it was like, yeah, this COVID and um, we can't even test new lungs. So we don't think you're going to make it. So we were just pretty much 
My husband is a very, uh, is a man of God. Um, he never lost faith, but listen, I was like, all right, I'm about to go see Jesus. All right, what am I going to need? Um, so it was, that's January, and they had already said six months. When they say six months to live, that means your body cannot endure the nine-hour surgery you need for a double lung transplant. Excuse me, transplant. So it's not that you just die. It's just that, hey, you're not just you're not going to survive the surgery, even if you had it. So whatever that that happens. So now it's like February, March, April, May, fifth month. And so I was like, yeah, that's going to that's going to suck, man, when you to get die. to that fifth. How did you stop mentally? How was you feeling when we get to like month five? Well, when you're when you're at a lack of oxygen, you're very kind of delusional. So uh, I think I was in a good place. <laughs> really? For a better lack of terms, right? He <laughs> was all right. Listen, there's a lot of things that that was traumatizing that still blocked out. I really can't even recall all of the all of those six months, like what was going on. All I remember was watching the COVID happen. So people were literally dying. Knocking them all, right. boy. Right, and that's a lung right. virus. So I was just and you're like just sitting there, like, all right. Oh, and, like, and we oh. don't have places to bury me. Okay. Oh, mm. yeah, because that's what was going on. Remember? Um, and you said, and you said you had a, a newborn, right, or a baby? She was two. Was she two? I don't even know when she was two. So I had her 2017, 18, 19. Yep, she yeah, was so about you had two. A, a, wow. Yeah, so um, all of that, you know, I was really bitter against God. Like, why would you give me a baby? Why would you, you know, do all these things? But God. Um, so here I am. We are probably in the first or second week. Uh, and I get a call from Mass General Hospital, Boston. And they said, we found a pair of lungs for you. And that's the last thing I heard. I think just like how I got the diagnosis and you just black out, like you're just like, what? Like it didn't comprehend with everything that was going on. And that's one of my things is where medicine ceases, miracles begin because no doctor could have timed that perfectly. Mm. You needed the right set of lungs, the size, the blood type, the antibody, the location. That person had to be on their deathbed, and that is not, uh, uh, that doesn't um, pass over me. That somebody, some mother, had to say, you know what, I am going to pull this plug on my son, daughter, husband, wife, sister, whatever. And that, be willing to be a donor. That's, that's how that happens. Somebody else has to be like, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Y'all ain't going to make it. I'm going to sign over my lungs inside yes. my kid. And the then, then, there's, a, then there's a period of time for that, even that process to remove and then get transported yeah. to happen, too. So that's why I say, God. I'm here because of God. All right, I was so, supposed to cut so you, you off, and I know you're going to cry. So I'm going to take a break, and we'll come <laughs> right back, and I'll let you get back on. I'll save you. It was a great story. It was a great story, and I wasn't going to stop. I just told Pete, this really was like worst nightmare, man. They don't want to see little baby with the barbie. Yeah, we was all about to cry, to be honest with you. <laughs> Tell him I need my bitch here, like Fendi off the helicopter. Say less. Say less. Been to Hollywood 60 101.1 FM. As it goes down, work at 10 o'clock. You got 23 minutes to get there. Um, depending on what part of the city you are in, it is raining outside. 72 right now, high of 77. Gross out there. Um, Tripped up here, Miss Lodi here, franchise in this building. First of all, let me just ask, is it something you want to say we didn't get to ask you? For me? Yep. For me, um, about this position, uh, I'll finish the story in like two seconds, but for, the, for me, being able to be uh, called to this position because I was asked to run, and it was a surprise to me. Um, for me, it's not just about me it's about my community and it's about the young people as we are moving forward we're getting older we need to start cultivating our youth to take this to, to take democracy to the next level where democracy is in peril right now and if our children don't start to be cultivated they will lose their freedoms in this country so we really need to get them engaged in civic education yeah 
You want me to finish the story? <sighs> yeah, we was at. Uh, so we almost died, but then you were yeah, like, 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 like we're, <laughs> no, at, least, at least we know it's happy ending. So in May, that's the fifth month. Um, they call me. Um, and they're like, we found a pair of lungs for you. So I was, I always say this, I was counting down my years, but God was adding, I mean, I was counting down my days, but God was adding years to my life. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, transplant that Sunday, which was Mother's Day. So I went from not even supposed to have a baby to being denied twice to getting my lung transplant on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I stayed about three to four weeks at Mass General, came home, and this is why my platform, one of the things on my platform is universal health care. Lung transplant was covered. Everything else was basically not. So we had nurses that came, and she was like, I'm like $600 a week. I'm like, oh, we only raised, like, so much money. And how long do I need you? Like, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't have a toy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, can we do this in two weeks? <laughs> wow. And so I had rehab. I had a feeding tube. I had medication. I was on over 40 pills at that time, like, daily. Um, so all of that was out of pocket. So when I say, when I go to people and I said, I know what it's like to be, like, we went through COVID and people lost a lot. They weren't working. They lost family members. They got sick. They're, they were in the same predicament. I said, I know how you feel. But because of my faith and my strength in God, I know we can get through this as a community. So that's one of the things I, I want to say. Universal health care is important to me. Raising the minimum wage because with inflation and everything going up, right now the minimum wage is in Rhode Island is twelve twenty-five. Who's living on that? You would have to work almost like sixty-six or more hours to equal the cost of living in Rhode Island to make enough. We need at least nineteen dollars. The minimum wage under Marcia um, Wranglin Vassell, who endorsed me, who was the prior or who is right now the rep, uh, representative of District 5. She has done a wonderful job. She passed school lunches, the trauma care um, the trauma care bill for children in schools, which is important when you think about all the things our children have been through in the past couple of years. Um, she came and she asked me, I'm like, me? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you. And I really want to thank her because even though I knew I was a woman that loved her her community, a lot of your confidence can get lost when you go through something, you forget who you are. All of a sudden, I was only like a lung transplant survivor. Aww. But she has restored my confidence. Um, and Built I your brand. Think, yeah, yeah, definitely. With the core <laughs> values, K-O-R, I see you marketing genius. Diddy, yo, No, I'll shout out my campaign, my, cam- my, my campaign crew, which I think everybody is under 30. So when I say I'm about the youth, yeah, they are under 30. I think uh, my campaign manager is about 28. Um, And then the other one that helps me, Christopher, he's a little bit older, maybe 32. But, you know, most of them, they've been running my my social media. My treasurer is a young woman. My um, everybody else is just young. That's what I'm saying. My volunteer coordinator is a young person. And they're doing it because... Who's running? I ain't running. I'm trying to preserve my lungs. I mean, I'm running for office, but I can't run around doing everything. I'm doing a, a brisk walk. <laughs> so, hey, real quick, did I hear you say the um, cost of living in Rhode Island averages at $19 an hour? No, that's what I'm asking for. The cost of living oh. nationally should be over $25. Ah. But you can't you can't propose something like that without squeezing out small businesses. So you do have to take that into consideration, especially when I think about my black and brown people where businesses is already hard to start in Rhode Island. Um, we have some great entrepreneurs in this state, but there's a lot of times where they don't get the financial backing to um, be sustainable. So if I'm saying 25, now they got to pay their workers 25. 
how they're going to do it. There has mm, to be some type of true. mercy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so all of those things have to be factored in. And um, yeah, that's a that's about it. So right now, uh, my political calling really, I feel like, is it's God-given right now because there's no way you can go through something like that and say, I'm going to turn my back from the world and continue living your life. You got to give back. You got to give back. But you could have done and people would have understood. You know what I mean? So we no, thank you. No, we, like but we thank you. We thank right. you. That was hardcore. Miss Rody. <laughs> you know, so. That's right. So, yeah. So, and, and from now until the September um, 13th, we're going to go hardcore and do, like, hard. Yep. Oh, we're gonna, go. Yeah, and we're going to finish this race no matter what. Um, so, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, do you guys have any more questions? I'm, like, wrapping oh, it up. I was, was, was going to say, um, first, it was a pleasure having you. Your story, you. your story, story was amazing, amazing. Inspiring. Pretty sure I talked to somebody today. Um, and and um, best way to find anything. you. Where to find me? Yeah, best way to find you. This is where your young people come in handy. But go ahead. You oh try. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely have a phone number. It's on my flyers. It's 401-217-9998. Those were the best years of my life. Ninety nine, ninety eight. I was still in high school, but hey, you know. What high school did you go to? Cranston East. Oh, God. Yeah, I was at Edgewood. <laughs> I was a softball player. Like I had. A, I had a, <laughs> Listen to all my eagles out there flying Fly high. high. Right. God. If you're not a kilty, he don't rock with you. Facts, Mount Pleasant, all that. Anyway, I'm best, a way, best, best way to find you so we can find you. All your so social, social media, yes, phone numbers. I do ask people if you do call me on, at 401 217 9998 that you give me 48 hours. I am not only a candidate, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a whatever the many hats you wear as an adult. How about yes. Yes. <laughs> I need to get one of these boards. Like. I think she's going to just come back up just to hear your drop. Right. <laughs> and your social media is. So social media, don't forget, it's voteforcore.com. That is my website. You can find me on Facebook at Commissar Amos. You can find me on IG and Twitter at um, Torlo, T-O-R-L-O, Core, K-O-R, Amos, A-M-O-S. Give me a shout out. Follow me. Like me. Um, most of all, vote September 13th. Remember? Voting does start August 24th. There's no excuses. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Greatly appreciate you coming up today. Thank you guys for having me so much. Um, I'm going to tell you, this is not going to be my last time. I really like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we like you, too. We like you, too. And I got I got a nice little plug. Yeah. One of our colleagues, Jen says, part of Please Elite Podcast. I know you recently went there with an even a longer, more in-depth interview. So if people want to... Kind of get, yes, if people yes, want to get to a little know a little more, your face was like, What? But trust me, I pay attention. So, if you want to get a little more, check out Please Delete this podcast interview with Core. That was fun, that was fun, yeah. I was a little more loose on that one. Yeah, we can, we're right. gonna bring you back. Look at that, see, they're they bad news over there, man. Wake up on deck, wrap up on deck, more news on deck. A lot to do on this Monday morning. Work at 10 o'clock, you got 15 minutes. No, no, my girl, them can come around, come come. You are the Kareem, pinning it up, the damn floor,